Let's head out to the waitfor.com hotline as we do on Tuesdays. We talk to our Odyssey MLB insider, Bob Nightingale. Uh, Odyssey, or sorry, insider calls are brought to you by driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. And as always, <clears throat> excuse me, you can follow Bob on his personal Twitter page, at Nightingale. And Bob, I'll start off by asking you this. What was more disappointing? The the uh, I want to say Falcons, but the Braves' offense or the Braves' starting pitching in that series? Well, the starting pitching, you know, I mean, got some bad breaks. I mean, Freed obviously wasn't quite healthy with you know the flu or whatever he had, and Strider after missing all that time, just didn't come back. So yeah, it was definitely the starting rotation because that was such a strength. Uh, offense comes and goes in the postseason, so yeah, definitely starters. Uh, Bob, do you think? Pitching is something that the Braves will be looking to acquire next season. Well, I mean, he's got $20 million to Charlie Morin. You know, you got Derek Hatch coming back. And, you know, Jacob DeGrom would love to go there. But I don't know if they would pay that kind of money uh, for him. You know, they could get another starter. Uh, but it's not, not a necessity. It really isn't. You know, Bob, if – you know, I brought this up. If you, if you go after DeGrom – somebody's got to go because right now, to your point, they brought Morton back. Obviously, Freed's going to get his arbitration. You've got Ian Anderson. You've got Mike Soroka. Uh, you got Kyle Wright. I mean, if you look at their rotation now, they've got all those guys back, and, you know, they'll buy out Oda Rizzi, but you can't, you're not going to have eight guys in your starting rotation. Either somebody's got to go or somebody just doesn't pitch. Yeah, I mean, you can't kind of shrug, obviously. You know, who knows when he comes back. Uh going to be bonus if he does. Uh, yeah, I would think DeGrom would make only sense if they hadn't signed Charlie Morin. So once they signed Morin, I don't, I don't I think there's zero chance of a DeGrom fitting in. This has been a really big disappointment for the Braves. What do you think it is about the Braves that they can't seem to move men around when they have people on base? I, I think in this case, I think I do think the layoff for them. I really do. And when we saw it happen, and their timing was off. I mean, it's not timing off all series. So one of those things, uh, I'll blame that more on the layoff than anything else. Our Odyssey MLB insider Bob Nightingale joins us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. So Terry McGurk, uh, president for the Braves, talked about earlier this week that, you know, they were a top 10 payroll this week. He anticipates they could be a top five payroll even as early as next year. They are willing to spend money. They're making a crap ton between the battery and their team and everything else. So, you know, we kind of look at left field as one of those positions that, okay, where can we upgrade? I expect that they will sign Dansby. Do you think they get in the market for another big outfield bat in the offseason? I don't see a big bat. You know, Conforto, who knows how he is. He missed it last year, you know, with his shoulder injury. You know, he'd be a nice guy. You know, don't need Nemo because they already have a uh, Harrison Center, so. His strength is uh, center field. Uh, yeah, I, I would think there'd be enough outfielders out there, you know, that you can jump on someone, depending, uh, you know, depending what happens. And then, you know, not, that's not gonna be an expensive thing. Maybe a two-year deal, deal for somebody. But yeah, I, I think they'll kind of a bargain basement shop on that. So if they have a lot of money to spend and they're willing to go up and become a top five team as far as salary is concerned, where do you think they're going to spend the money? Well, I mean, you got to spend some money on shortstop no matter what. If you don't bring back Swanson, you got to get somebody, whether it's a Bogarts or, you know, if you uh, if you really want to spend, 
you know, spend money, go get Trey Turner. It's going to cost about $325, $350 million. Uh, he wants to come back east. Uh, a lot of people want to play in Atlanta, so does he. So if you really want to spend money, you grab Trey Turner. Do you think that they bring Jansen back as their closer again next year? I don't know. I, I want to say no. It seems like with closers, you know, you, you, know, you get the uh, kid from the Angels, so you, you see him. I think with closers, it's tough to rely on year after year. So my gut tells me no on Jansen. Artist, MLB insider Bob Nightingale joining us here in the WaitFor.com hotline. So when last we spoke, you know, obviously – the Braves have been eliminated. The Dodgers have been eliminated. Um, the Yankees were trying to get eliminated today, but you know they they found a way to win uh, over my Guardians. <clears throat> Jeez, um, you know the Astros were playing an 18 inning scoreless game and all the crazy things that have gone on. Do we have any sort of better assessment of the playoffs thus far, or you know are we just just kind of enjoying the run right now and we'll make more determinations as it goes along? Yeah, I think it's going to take time to see, you know, how much those layoffs hurt teams. Now, if the Astros have only played three games the last 13 days, if they get beat, then I say, you know what, I'll blame the layoff because the Astros are so much better than the Yankees uh, or anybody in the American League. So if, if they have a rough go, then I'll blame the layoff. When we look at this Phillies in San Diego series, and you brought up San Diego, and, and I like the team. I'm with you. I like – I like what they've got uh, over there. How? Let, let's start with this question. How disappointed do you think the networks are that you're not seeing Atlanta, you're not seeing the Dodgers, you're not seeing a rematch? You know, how disappointing is the idea of – forget the baseball aspect of it, the, from the TV aspect of it, San Diego and Philadelphia. Is, is there a disappointment in that for the TV executives? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if the Yankees have been bounced out, we've been devastating for all the networks, so they got lucky there. But, yeah, I mean, it's a big blow when you get the, uh, you know, the Mets out and the Dodgers out, uh, definitely. And Atlanta's a big market. You know, Houston's a big market, too, but New York and L.A. Odyssey MLB insider Bob Nightingale joining us here on the WaitFord.com hotline. When we look at that series on the field, um, you brought this up. I've talked about it as well. I love that top three starters for – for San Diego. And look, Wheeler pitched outstanding the other day. Nola pitched outstanding the other day. But I really do like what Musgrove, you know, Darvish, Snell, I like what those guys bring. If where is the Padres' advantage in their pitching, in their lineup? Where do you think their biggest advantages are in this series? Uh, we live pitching for sure and defense for sure. Uh, starters, you're right. I mean, three guys for uh, San Diego. Uh, you know, our top notch. Wheeler and Nola are top notch. Uh, you know, Suarez has done well. But yeah, I would say the relief pitching with Hader in the back end that bullpen is a big difference. How do we look at this Astros and Yankees series? I mean, I think everybody figures now the Astros are the prohibitive favorite to win this whole thing, given really as much as everybody else who's been knocked around. And my partner, Ed Lover, over no. here is shaking his head because no, he I'm from he does, New York City. Yeah, he doesn't want to hear his Yankees no, getting knocked out. It's not going to happen. But, I mean, how prohibitive now do the Astros become in winning this whole thing? A massive favorites. You know, I was joking around before when someone asked me a prediction, and they said, what do you got? I said, Astros on three. I think it's going to be lopsided. <laughs> not helping me out I mean, here, Astros, Bob. I think Astros are a better team anyway. I mean, they've proved it all season. Remember now, they played seven times. Yankees never wants to play once with a lead. 
Uh, I just wow. think Astros are that, are that good, and I think this is the year of Dusty Baker who gets that World Series. So if the Astros win, <clears throat> what is, does that do anything to change their legacy? Because still a whole bunch of those guys there. I mean, Altuve is still hitting home runs you know, for this team. <laughs> does, it, does it change their legacy at all if they win it this year? Well, I mean, this, you know, remember those uh, great Yankee teams from, uh, you know, 96-01. Uh, we're seeing a repeat of that. I mean, this is a mini dynasty that Astros have built. Uh, you know, people say they want about 2017. Hey, they, weren't, they weren't the only team cheating. There were so many teams that were cheating. They just happened to have a whistleblower. Uh, and, and, you know, that's all. And uh, But it shouldn't. I mean, people probably want to keep blaming. There's only two guys left in that team, uh, position players, you know, from that 17 team. So, you know, like you said, I mean, Bregman's an outstanding player. Altuve's an outstanding player. You know, Gurriel. So no, it it's it it should wake people up and say, you know what? Uh this is one of the best teams we've seen in the last twenty, thirty years. You know, Bob, I'm glad you brought that up because this was my issue the whole time. And and I said this and and people, you know, fussed at me about it because I said the same thing. Anybody we we know now that the Astros weren't the only team cheating. Like we know that they weren't on an island by themselves doing mm. something different than everybody else. There were a whole handful of teams that were doing crazy different things. It may not have been exactly the same among some teams, but there were all kinds of teams that were cheating and doing different things with video or this or that or what have you. You think that point is sort of lost in the discussion that the, the Astros just, they got the most egregious catch and, like you said, a whistleblower that brought them out, but they were certainly not on an island by themselves doing things. No, there were a ton of teams doing stuff. I mean, you know, the Yankees got caught, the Red Sox got caught, the Dodgers didn't get caught, but they were right there too. There were all these teams that were cheating at the same time, but none of them, you know, squealed to the press what was going on. Uh, I mean, hey, you know, you can blame baseball for opening that door. You know, when they uh, had video rooms, right? You know, outside the uh, outside the dugout there, and uh, you're allowed to have phones, everything else. So they did a poor job trying to police it. So let me ask you this question, because now now you got me thinking about some things. I think me personally, this is me personally saying this. I think Altuve is a Hall of Fame player. Do you think that? Do you think that the scandal knocks him down some, uh, or do you think he can overcome that, especially if they win this year? Do you think Altuve is a Hall of Fame player, and can he overcome the stigma of being a cheater? Because he is the face of that Astros cheating scandal, whether it's fair or not. Yeah, I mean, the the, uh, the unfair thing about it is that he wasn't part of the uh, cheating. He told them, do not show me signs. I don't want to see signs. Now, I've talked to a number of those Astro players. Hey, blame me, blame them. This guy didn't want signs. But you're right, because he's such a big star. He gets booed the most, and they'll, they'll be, you know, all over him in New York. Uh, you know, I wonder how that's going to affect. I think we'll see a better judge that this year. Carlos Beltran is on the Hall of Fame ballot. More of a borderline-type Hall of Famer. But I, we'll see how much that hurts his thing. And I do believe that uh, I believe that, do believe that will affect Altuve. I don't think it should, but I think it will. Do you, do you personally think he's a Hall of Fame player, Bob? I do. He's certainly on the road. You know, if he stopped playing tomorrow, I would say no. Um, but the way he's doing, you know, do that for you know, another three, four years. Absolutely. 
Bob Nightingale is our Odyssey MLB insider, and insider calls are brought to you by Driveway.com. Excuse me. Looking for a car? Go to Driveway.com and get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. As always, Bob, we appreciate it. Thanks so much for being a part of this postseason coverage. Um, We're not real happy in Atlanta, but, you know, we'll continue to watch, and we'll probably talk to you here as we get close to the World Series. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys.